you don't really mean it. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna go there. Okay, that's uh, yeah. T- TMI. T- TMI. 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 Oh. All right, so let's let's keep it moving. Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J. A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our minds. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into Mind Matters because your mind matters to God. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mind Matters on Praise 107.9. I'm your host, Dr. J.A. Jones, and today we have a thought-provoking topic we want to explore. This is part two of Strategies to Strengthen Your Soul. The following strategies that we're gonna share with you today are important during times of stress, uncertainty, and anxiety. You may not need every one of the strategies we're gonna share with you, but I know you're gonna need a few of them as we go through this process of intentionally putting together a plan that our soul will be strengthened, our mind, your will, and your emotions. They're so important in life. So as we get started, I wanted to introduce a guest that I have with me today, Lady of Honor, Lady Cindy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Dr. Jones. Good to be here with you this morning. Absolutely, this evening, but it's a good day. Yes. Amen. Yes. And we are in the last month of the year. Right. 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 How's your week been? And you want to share anything about yourself or what you've been doing lately? Oh, we had a great holiday season. Well, Thanksgiving season. You know, we're approaching Christmas now. Uh, it's been busy, but hopefully this will kind of slow down, you know, as the end of the year approaches. Okay. How are you doing? I mean... I'm doing Talk great. Uh-huh. I'm doing great. You... I'm 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 here. You here? Okay. Yes, I'm here. God is good. Okay. <laughs> your health? How's your health? Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. I I work on it constantly to keep it that way. I'm looking forward to my doctor's appointment next week. Ooh. You know, get my blood drawn. I do that every six months. So yes. I've had a positive report. So I'm thankful and definitely grateful for that. Well, good, good. So let's talk about today. Today is about strategies. A strategy is something we do intentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, over time, we develop a plan to do something. It helps us to move forward. So as you're listening, I'm so glad you're tuning in to listen to us today. It is so powerful uh, in this context and helping you to understand your soul and what can strengthen your soul. First thing is this regulating emotions. We have to become attentive to our emotional extremes because mm-hmm. we're emotional people. Yes. That's how God created us. Intellectually, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of those are so important to our lives. But we must be able to control our reactions and our moods. Yes, we must pay attention. Go that's ahead. That's the challenge. That's the challenge mm-hmm. of uh, determining and not to act out of the emotions, but to act on the knowledge. Knowledge versus emotions. Because emotions will rise up instantly based on what has been heard mm-hmm. and 
The Lord gave us two ears, one mouth. So he said, in all thy getting, get understanding. Yes. So we need to get an understanding before we react in our emotions. Absolutely. And in the book of James, it says, be swift to, to hear. hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Correct. That is a recipe or three-step process to help people to slow down. To, yeah. Respond instead of react. Absolutely. And people would be less stressed, less full of anxiety, less angry based on life. Mm-hmm. I have a thought called M&M, monitor and moderate. Right. That means we got to pay attention, monitor, and also we must moderate self-regulation mm-hmm. once we pay attention to something. One of my favorite insightful ideas that I share everywhere I go, we have to pay attention to what we give our attention to. Right. And we don't necessarily do that. Yes. And then, you know, when what the word said is about getting an understanding. Yes. A lot of times, uh, based on our knowledge of what somebody said yes. in the way that they say it, they may not, they, they, you know, we all express things the way that um, based on the, the limitations of our knowledge. And mm-hmm. so it may not be meant as what we take it as right off the bat. Right off the bat. You know, one yes. of your questions you ask at the chicken place, you know. Right, right. You don't really mean it. <laughs> no, I ain't going to go there. Okay. That's uh, yeah. T- TMI. 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 All right. So let's let's keep it moving. When we are present with difficult situation, we must know that control can take place. We can control our emotions and our reactions. We have to know that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but Uh power, love, and a sound mind. And understanding that, we can meet life challenges and we can increase the capacity to handle stressful situations because God has not given us a spirit of anxiety, the spirit of depression, the spirit of worry. As you're listening, I want you to hear us very well today because we're talking about strategies to strengthen your soul, things God has not given us. If God didn't give it to us, guess where it came from? The enemy. The enemy. Yes. Came from the world. Right. Sometimes it comes from our life experiences growing up as a child. True. And we roll that over into adulthood. Yeah. Childhood trauma can turn into adulthood drama. Right. So we got to understand how to calm our body and that will help us to be confident in the resources and the abilities that we have in Christ. Yes. As you're listening, understand this. You don't have to engage in self-defeating or destructive behaviors, but you can choose responsibly because through Christ, you can do all things Mm -hmm. and you have the ability to control your reactions and be responsive or respond to the stresses of life because I got the power. All right. You got the power. I have the power. And that power comes through my relationship in Christ. Amen. Amen. And so we do have control because the fruit of the spirit, if the spirit of God lives in us, one of the characteristics of the spirit of God living in us is self-control. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have the power to control yourself. Right. 
you know, I used to be an emotional person. I'm not as emotional. You are an emotional person. And we got to understand emotions are good, but we got to know how to regulate our emotions. I used to be an angry young man growing up. So if you say something I didn't like, or if I saw something I didn't like, I reacted to it. Mm -hmm. You may be out there. You may be still in a state of anger. Mm -hmm. You can be angry, but the Bible said don't sin. Right. And one scripture says don't even hang around an angry person. So this time of the year and any time of the year, people are going through emotional swings. Yeah. But you can level your emotions by trusting in Christ through the process. Say this with me. I am. I am. Confident. Confident. And. And. In control. In control. That's an affirmation. I want you to say and believe that. Here's yeah. another principle in Psalms 56. I will draw my strength from Christ and his word. For God is for me. Yes. I love that. Right? Yes. 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 And you know, like you were speaking about the anger part. Yes. It's important for us to know where that anger stemmed from. Because mm -hmm. when you mm -hmm. become an adult, you're getting angry about like you, whatever triggers that. And from childhood, what happened in childhood to make us angry as an adult. Right. You know. Because yes. somebody says something to us, and so now it's part of our self-esteem. And when somebody else says something, mm -hmm. it stems back to what was said to us in our childhood or teenage years. Because you know, in teenage years, all about us and and our image and our how popular we are right. and all yes. of this. And if somebody says something negative yes. to us, we take it, we internalize it. Mm -hmm. And we tend to think it defines us and it doesn't. But if we keep that same mindset from teenage years to adulthood, then it hinders us. We, we get an attitude as we are going through life right. because we have internalized that during the, the teenage years, those adolescent years, those, oh, wow, years of development. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, yeah. But we got to know as adult, where did that come from? And a lot of times the person that's saying whatever it is to mm -hmm. us at the present moment don't even know us. Right. They don't know right. us. They mm -hmm. said something. It mm -hmm. could be constructive criticism, mm -hmm. but we won't receive it because that internalized uh, criticism from adolescent years right. is still there. That hurt is still there. Sure. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Thank you. So the next thing is this, reframing of past coping strategies. We're picking up from last week. Hope you go back and listen to last week, but this is really the seventh one because we're dealing with 10 strategies to strengthen the soul. So the next one is how we reframe past coping strategies. Reframing mm -hmm. actually means to look at things different from a, another perspective. Reframing from the past coping strategies means I acknowledge that many of the attempts to cope have been a logical response to a person's ex being exposed, what you just saying, to childhood. It could mm -hmm. be abuse, neglect, uh, child abuse, mm -hmm. verbal abuse, household dysfunction. And we tried to cope with those things that you're listening to me. I know we're talking to somebody today because mm -hmm. we've all gone through something. Yes. But 
sometimes the coping mechanisms of the past is not relevant to today, okay? Because what you don't know, you just don't know. Now you're trying to figure out how to know what you didn't know better because some things are taught and some things are caught. Correct. Because the Bible said there's a way that seems right to a man, but Mm -hmm. the end of are the ways of death Mm -hmm. or destruction or or takes us down a bad path in life. So we got to reframe how we cope with things of the past. Right, right. And if it didn't work for us the first time, second time, (laughs) based on our mindset, then we got to Mm -hmm. re-examine ourselves. Yes, yes. You know, what they call it, um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Absolutely. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So we got to do change our thinking, change our method of how we're coping. Because if we're Mm -hmm. still depressed and angry and Mm -hmm. down on ourselves, it's not working. Because it impacts relationships at all levels. Yes. If you're married, it's going to impact your marriage. Yeah. If you're single, it's going to impact how you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're a single parent, it may impact how you relate to your children mm-hmm. uh, or how you relate at work. Whether mm-hmm. you're married or single, uh, we got work relationship. We got community relationships. We got mm-hmm. church relationships. Mm-hmm. We got all type of relationships that it will impact if we really lose ourselves in the mm-hmm. past. And don't right. really understand how to cope with what's going on with us today. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says uh, we're destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. That's true. That's so important. So there's so many misdirected attempts to cope. Uh, and it causes us to be ill sometimes. It causes disease to kind of show up in our body. Because we have to have a new way of looking at ourselves and what happened to us in the past and how we thought we should cope with it. For example, some people cope with the past problems by drinking, mm. by smoking, right, by having uh, eating, eating. Okay, uh, eating and <laughs> emotional eating, emotional eating. Yeah, uh, I've been there. Yeah, done that. Got the t-shirt. Mm-hmm. A and lot of us it. do that, right? And we don't realize we're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can sit and watch TV. Or you can go to the movie. You you feel like you gotta have something to snack on. Yes, you do. You yes, know, you comfort do. food. We are all familiar with <laughs> comfort food. We can just look in the mirror and tell if we're yeah. emotionally eating or that's not. very possible. Not always, but that's very possible. I love Snickers. I love okay. cake. I well, love we gotta work that off. That makes me feel good. You're right about <laughs> that. Right about that. You know, the Bible says that we're defined by grace. Say this with me. I am. I am. Come on, everybody that's listening, say I am. I am. Defined. Defined. By grace. By grace. So I got to know that today. And as you're listening, I am so glad you tuned in as we're talking about these strategies to strengthen your soul. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters, and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org, or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833-435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. 
so the next point we want to share with you today is cognitive restructuring. What that means is helping people to notice. That's what our goal is. Notice and change negative thinking patterns. I remember driving down the highway recently and I saw a sign on the highway that says new pattern, Mm -hmm. new road pattern. So you have to pay attention. If not, you'll find yourself in a ditch or find yourself running off the road because things do change. Yep. You know, we can change from negative thinking patterns to positive thinking patterns Mm -hmm. because of circuit patterns and habits, how it's wired in our brain. It's in the circuitry of our brain, the neurological network. Then whatever we do, a pattern is something you do over a period of time. Okay. And eventually patterns become habits. Yeah. If you do this pattern, if you put on a certain shoe a certain way every day, that's a that's a pattern that turns into a habit. Yeah. If you eat a certain time of the day, that's a pattern that turns into a habit. And you do it several times, right? Mm, right. Some people have to drink coffee at a certain time of the day. Hmm. The morning time, not the evening time, not the night time. That's a pattern. Mm-hmm. And once they try to break that pattern, it is not easy to be done. Mm-hmm. But it can be done yeah. if they choose to. So as we talk about cognitive restructuring, it's so important to have that awareness of that negative or that pessimistic pattern that can hold us back from strengthening our soul. Yes, but we got to know which the one, you know, the patterns that's that's not good for us. Mm-hmm. We got to recognize Absolutely. those because some patterns are good, like you say. Uh, some people drink coffee at a certain time of the day. Right. Some some things that we do is a good discipline for us. We know us. Okay. We know us better than we know our, you know, better than anybody else. All right. So some things are good in managing our bodies. Right managing our life Uh, all of us have different roles and things that we have to do in life and we uh, just like you everything that we have we don't own Mm -hmm. we're managers Mm -hmm. because you can't take anything with you right you know so you're just managing it or being a good steward or hopefully being a good steward of it while while we're alive Uh and so we have to manage these bodies too in order for them to keep operating and to accomplish the things that we are here to accomplish in life. So we need to know what we need to keep and what we need to get rid of. Absolutely. So that being said by you, we have to re-examine our thoughts yeah. in light of God's word. And we must be able to understand the scripture when it says that we can bring every thought into captivity mm-hmm. to the obedience of Christ. Yes. And it goes on to say in Corinthians, I believe it's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, starting at verse 4, 5, 6, and 7, when our obedience is fulfilled. When you get the information, you got to apply the information. You have to retrain your mind and heart to think on God's word and allow it to be a template by which I judge my thoughts and Mm. actions, not someone else but it's God's word that judges our thoughts and actions. People can inspect our fruit, but we got to yield to God's word. Because one principle says, his word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Mm -hmm. And I love this other verse. It talks about let the words of my mouth, 
The meditations mm. of my heart be yes. acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Yes. That is so powerful. Mm-hmm. That's a prayer asking the Lord. But, you know, when we say let the words of my mouth in this scripture. Yes. We want the words of our mouth and we want the meditations of our heart to yes. be acceptable Absolutely. in the Lord's sight. So we got to pay attention to what, what we give our attention what, to. Yes. What we're thinking about and mm-hmm. what is coming out of our mouth is administering grace to the hearers. Right. Because we want it to be pleasing mm-hmm. unto the Lord. So say this with me. Here's another affirmation to help us to cognitive restructure how we think and process life. Say I, I renew my mind. Renew my mind with truth. With truth. And that truth means the scripture. Amen. Right? And that's important for you to know that, right? Yes. So we do have a manual for life. Yes. We have a manual for life. Called the Bible. <laughs> yes. And the words that yes. are in there. Absolutely. As they say, do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Right. And here's <laughs> another word that comes out of God's word in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's so important. And here's another principle. I love this one in Colossians chapter 3, one of my favorite ones. Set your minds on things above and not on things beneath. That means things on the earth. In order to restructure, right? Yes. And how we think, we got to know what God's word has to say about it. If you're just tuning in, I hope you are excited about this message, about this radio broadcast. We talked about how to regulate your emotions, reframing your life from past coping strategies. Now we're addressing cognitive restructuring And the next thing we're going to talk about is emotional cycle awareness. We have to be self-aware of cycles of strengths and cycles of weaknesses. We have to guard against making decisions when we are weak because we're body, soul, and spirit. And sometimes we're weak in our soul, but not weak in our body. Sometimes our body is not feeling well. Can you agree with me? I know you can as you're listening. Sometimes you're not feeling well in your body. Sometimes because that, you're not feeling well in your thinking. You're not thinking well. I'm saying feeling well, but you're not thinking like you need to be thinking. And that's important to understand cycles. Yes, yes. And that's one of our biggest struggles, too, because we feel it. Those emotions, when they rise, we feel it. And it affects what goes on in our minds and 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 that goes back to that reacting and responding. Right. Right. And you know, yes. we tend to go with those feelings instead of letting those feelings die down and think what we should be thinking based on the word of God. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important that we mm-hmm. know the word of God, mm-hmm. that we know truth. Mm-hmm. You See, know. because I used to be angry, I was very emotional in that anger state. Mm, it can feel so strong. Oh, yes. A very strong feelings. Anger, bitterness. Yes. If, you, if you're listening, you may be angry, you may be bitter from the past, but you can let it go. You yeah. can control it. You can implement these strategies that help you to think better, mm-hmm. help you to choose better, and mm-hmm. help you to feel better. Yeah. And that's what it's all about today. 
Yeah, and you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of this where they tell, just breathe. Right. Breathe. Because when, when you get angry, you tense up and you get short right. in breath and, and, and you're ready to just boom, just like blow a gasket. Or, or, you <laughs> Absolutely. Know, you know, yes. but if you just stop, right. breathe, right. breathe and right. get air to the brain. Yeah. And then you can respond yes. properly. But you got to take that pause, as you say. You do. You do. <laughs> you know, it helps oxygen to get in your muscles, your body, everything. Yes. It just relaxes you. Proverbs tells us this. And Proverbs, I believe it's Proverbs 2 and 11. Discretion will protect you. And understanding will guard you. That's what I said. That's what you said. You're I right. I said that. I know that. You got to get understanding <laughs> and all you'll get it. I know that. You're always right. You know mm. that. Oh. We got that on the radio. Okay, Everybody, okay. y'all heard uh, that. I heard, yeah. No, they're not listening. <laughs> we Tune have out. witnesses. Okay, let's keep keep it rolling. Keep it moving. <laughs> the last thing is this, the whole person perspective, right? right? And a lot of times we have maladies, a disease, or an ailment based on something that is going on in our life that we are not in control of and we are out of control. It's like a red flag. If you're constantly ill, if you're constantly sick, if you're constantly going through uh, in your body, but you got to remember, we're spirit, soul, and body. Yes. And we act on all of those levels. We're tripartite being. You know, we have three parts, the soul, the spirit, and the body. Mm -hmm. You know, and in a, a basic example, I hope you're listening, we're almost done with this particular episode. There was a man who owned chickens. And one day, a man was asked about how can you be three things? Because he didn't understand the spirit, soul, and body. You know, he took a hard-boiled egg and peeled the shell off, handing it to the man. Next, he peeled the egg white and handed it to the man. Finally, he took the yellow yolk and handed it to the man. Then he asked, how many eggs do you see? The concept is clear, right? We're just one man, but just like the egg, we are made up of multiple parts. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, Lady Vaughn? That's pretty good. I know. It's cool. Yeah. It's still one egg. You got the yolk and you got the egg white. Put you got it together. The shell. Oh, and you got the shell too. Right. Yeah. That's so, the three. That's the three. So it's one egg, different parts. Yes. I like to look at it, you know, too, as water. You know, you freeze it, it's ice. Mm -hmm. You boil it, it steams. Right. You know, but it's still water. Right. Hallelujah. Right. Okay. Oh, I, I know you're I, smart. I, I know. I know. No, no, I was. I was. I was thinking more about God. He okay. comes in different forms. Yeah. But we as beings, we are three parts. Right. You know, this body we going is going back to the dust. Yes. But we that live inside is a spirit, and then our our emotions, our uh, mind, the mm -hmm. way we think, right. And how we feel is going to stay with our spirit. Right. Because we are still alive. Okay. Okay. Even when we lay this body back down to the to the ground. So we're still alive. You're still going to live. Mm -hmm. You just won't be operating in this body. Right. So we are three-part right. part Yeah. Beings. We're still going to have a memory, a soul, and we're going to definitely mm -hmm. spiritual, and that's so mm -hmm. important. But there's so many problems, so many problems that we face with, say, sin. Yeah. And that can affect our soul, our yeah. mind, and, it will, and our emotions. It really mm -hmm. can. 
you know, it can affect our physical health. Uh, emotional issues can affect how we think. In turn, it can affect our physical body. That's you know? the thing that has to be uh, transformed. Right. So say this with me. I pay attention. I pay attention. To how my spirit. To how my spirit. And soul. And soul. Affects my physical health. Affects my physical health because you will feel it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about several things today. And I hope you got it. If not, listen to it again and again. Regulate your emotions. You got to do that. You got to reframe of past coping and strategies, cognitive restructuring, emotional cycle, awareness, and you are a whole person because you are complete in Christ. Now, we wrap these strategies to strengthen your soul, part two of our series. Remember that a healthy mindset is key to bounce back from adversity in life. So definitely join us the next time where we explore other practical tips during this season. Remember this, soul food from the Bible is good every time. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's Word can get our minds right. You can also hear Dr. Jones preach in person Sundays at 11 a.m. at Faith Community Church of God at 1268 Gano Avenue in Orange Park, Florida, 32073. Thanks again for listening. Stay mindful and keep striving for improvement because your mind matters to God.